The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. 2017 is going to be a volatile economic year. We may see politicians throughout the world attempting to control central bank policies. Several renowned financial analysts have warned that political interference in central bank policies may mean our economic misses of inflation and growth targets. Gold is an international currency that can't be issued or controlled by governments. If you don't have the only hard currency that has outlasted every politician and every failed idea of governments for centuries, you need to speak to Goldline right now and learn how easy it is to add gold to your portfolio or IRA. Now is the time to diversify your financial portfolio by adding gold. Call 1-800-913-GOLD. Buying real gold is easy and fast at Goldline. And you're going to be happy that you finally made the call. 1-800-913-4653. Goldline also offers price protection against short-term market fluctuations on qualifying purchases. So buy with confidence. Read Goldline's important risk information and find out if buying gold is right for you. Call Goldline. 1-800-913-4653. This is the Chris Salcedo Show. Texas Senator Ted Cruz, welcome back to the Chris Salcedo Show. Chris, good morning. Good to be with you. Um, let, let's start off on the high court, shall we? I know that you, you were the one ringing the bell uh, pretty loudly about all of the treachery the Democrats have been, have been dishing out over these, over these years. They were always the ones pushing the envelope, and it always seemed to be the Republicans just saying, no, 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 we have to be statesmanlike. We have to... Uh, to exercise decorum, and finally, I think it reached critical mass, and a lot of we conservatives finally felt represented when the Democrats got a taste of their own medicine with uh, the the breaking of the filibuster and the nuclear option and putting Gorsuch on the court. What say you? Well, last week was a big, big deal. Uh, it was a major victory. It was a major victory for President Trump. It was a major victory for conservatives, and it was a major victory for the American people. Um, it, it was February of last year when Justice Scalia passed, and, and Justice Scalia had been a lion of the law, a, a, a truly legendary justice. And at the time, the Republican majority made clear that we were not going to fill the vacancy in the middle of a presidential election. Rather, we were going to let the people decide the direction of the court. And, and the two candidates promised very different directions for the court. Uh, this, this was the most transparent Supreme Court justice selection process in history. Uh, President Trump promised to nominate a justice in the mold of Justice Scalia. He put out a specific list of 21 individuals from whom he would nominate. So the voters had the list of exactly the 21 who would be considered. Neil Gorsuch was one of those 21. On the other hand, Hillary Clinton promised to nominate liberal judicial activists who would vote to undermine our free speech rights, undermine our religious liberty, undermine our Second Amendment rights, and this election, in a very real sense, was a referendum on the direction of the Supreme Court. And, and the people of Texas and, and the people of the country overwhelmingly chose a principled originalist on the court who will protect the Constitution and Bill of Rights. Last week, we confirmed Judge Gorsuch, and that, that's a great victory for all of us who cherish and revere the rule of law. Now, uh, this is something I would favor when your political opposition shoots themselves in the foot, as I believe the Democrats did in filibustering. I think it's it's incumbent on the other party to take full advantage of it. Would you recommend if if, if you have the president's ear on this, uh, the, the, the next vacancy on the court be filled with a another strict constructionist, somebody who is uh, somebody who's a, a, a rock ribbed conservative 
uh, jurist in the, in the uh, in the vein of a Justice Scalia, and and because the Democrats now at this point have nothing to say about it. Uh, absolutely, uh, and, and I think we're likely to see another vacancy potentially as soon as this summer. I think we'll see a vacancy either this summer or next summer, and. You know, on one level, the, the, the Gorsuch seat w- was simply playing defense. We're not going to get a justice who's better than Justice Scalia. He was as good as it gets. And, and so nominating Justice Gorsuch, we could now hope, is, is maintaining the status quo, keeping a strong conservative in that seat. The next vacancy, the odds are significant. It, it would change the balance on the court and, and have the potential for a significantly more conservative court. And, and if that's the case, we can fully anticipate that the Democrats will treat it like Armageddon. They will fire every weapon they have. And, and I think it is critical that, that President Trump keep his promise. When he, made, when he made that promise, it wasn't just the Scalia seat. He said that every one of us Supreme Court justices would be in the mold of Justice Scalia. I, I expect him to keep that promise. All of us do. And, and I'm certainly going to work closely with the president and the administration to help them honor that promise for every vacancy that occurs. Texas Senator Ted Cruz, our guest right now on the Chris Salcedo Show. Uh, You have been referred to, sir, in uh, the last 12 to, to 16 hours as one of the conservative big guns, and I think we 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 can see that, and and know that you are uh, one of the uh, one of the standard bearers of of Reagan-esque conservatism in this country. You were called to duty, if you will, up in the Kansas Fourth uh, with a the the election to replace Mike Pompeo, who is now a CIA director, and it was right. closer than many political observers had thought. And reading the tea leaves in the country, and I think you've already made allusion to this that that the country was so tired of the extremist left-wing progressive tilt that we had taken the last eight years under Obama, they're very impatient to get back to being America again, and that the, the, the foot dragging on the repeal of Obamacare and, and, and budget concerns and all of this and tax reform, the perception is that there maybe is a little steam being lost, and, and do you think that's why Kansas's fourth was a little more competitive than conservatives would like? Well, look, I, I think the election was certainly a, a warning sign. And, and the reason I went up this week, went up on Monday uh, to campaign there, is, is that we had a vacant congressional seat. And, and the numbers, it was looking close. It was looking like there was a chance that, 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 that a Democrat could win. And, and an additional Democrat in the House makes it much harder to repeal Obamacare, to have to pass tax reforms, to, to lessen the burdens of Washington on small businesses and job creators. And so... I flew up to Wichita and, and, and campaigned with Ron Estes, who was the candidate there, and tried to energize and, and, and turn out voters to come out and vote yesterday. And, you know, I think part of the reason for caution, and we saw this play out, is on the left, the, the radical left is, is filled with fury right now. Uh, I, I mean, they're, they're blind with rage. Uh, as a result, they're energized. They will crawl over broken glass. Uh, and, and we knew they would show up, and they did show up. Uh, on the right, one of the dangers, particularly in a special election, I mean, you know, an election April 11th, you know, most normal people aren't paying attention to politics that closely. You know, they're, they're going to work and going to school and raising their kids. And the danger was that many good conservative Kansans just wouldn't, wouldn't pay much attention to the election and wouldn't show up. And, and so I wanted to do everything I could to help turn out. 
But, Chris, you raise the important point. If we want to win elections, whether these special elections for congressional seats or the elections coming up in November 2018, the way to do it is deliver on our promises. And, and, and that is what I am urging every day, President Trump and leaders in both houses. We've got to do what we said we would do. The voters have given us something rare and historic, control of the White House, every executive agency in both houses of Congress. We don't have any excuses. And, and so I am rolling up my sleeves and working night and day trying to bring Republicans together so that we can finally repeal the disaster that is Obamacare, so that we can do major tax reform, ideally a flat tax, and abolish the IRS. We can do an enormous amount of good if we come together and focus on common principles, and, and that's what I'm trying to do. Let me ask you to look into your crystal ball then. Uh, Texas Senator Ted Cruz, our guest right now, if those big issues, you, you talked about tax reform, you talked about Obamacare, and I, I talked about earlier this morning uh, the, the, the funding of the wall. There's, there, there is something going on in the ether that certain Republicans are, are seeking to deny Donald Trump funding for the, for the border wall and securing that southern border. If, if the Republican Party doesn't deliver on that, will that also be one of these uh, issues that would threaten the Republican majority? Now look, of course we need to deliver on that. And, and my message to my colleagues is very simple. Let's do what we said we would do. Let's behave in April the same way we said we would behave in November. Uh, that disconnect is why people are so furious with Washington, so frustrated with Washington, is we keep electing people who say one thing on the campaign trail and then behave differently in Washington. And, and, and th this is a moment in time where we are poised for this to be one of the most productive Congresses in history. Uh, let's take Obamacare, for example. Uh, Obamacare, uh, obviously, the, the effort to repeal it hits, hit, hit a rocky patch. Uh, the House bill that was introduced was pulled down from the floor because it didn't have the votes. Now, I, I would urge a, a bit of perspective on this, that it took Obama 14 months to pass Obamacare. The House bill was on the House floor for a total of 18 days. <laughs> you can't pass major legislation impacting one-fifth of the economy in 18 days. And it was a mistake to try to jam it through and just, just bludgeon the opposition into submission. I think what right. we need to do is come together and not only repeal Obamacare, but we need to get it right. We need to fix the problem. And, Chris, the test for success will be whether or not we lower health insurance premiums. The biggest reason people hate Obamacare is millions of Texans are hurting under Obamacare because it has made our premiums skyrocket. If we succeed, we will lower premiums. My biggest concern with the House bill that was introduced, it didn't do enough to lower premiums, but we can get that right. And I believe failure is not an option. I hope and believe we'll get there. I've got about 30 seconds, Senator. Um, I just wanted to quickly address there is a uh, carrier group heading toward North Korea right now, a show yes. of strength that we didn't see in the uh, Obama era. And all of a sudden, President Xi Jinping says, hey, we're committed to peace. Uh, isn't this uh, a confirmation, if you will, of the axiom peace through strength? Well, it certainly may be. North Korea is probably the most dangerous place on Earth right now. You've got an extremely unstable dictator, Kim Jong-un with an arsenal of nuclear weapons. So, so we need to proceed cautiously. 
But if China is actually acting to rein in North Korea, that is a very good development. And you're right. I, I think dictators and bullies and tyrants respect strength and not weakness. Obama was weak, and that's why the bad guys on the earth ran all over him. Yep. Texas Senator Ted Cruz, sir, it's always an honor to speak with you, sir. Come back soon. Chris, thank you, my friend. And let me encourage your listeners, always come to TedCruz.org, TedCruz.org, TedCruz.org. Very well. We got that in there, folks. The requisite three-time mention. Are you worried about your mom or dad living alone in their house? Hi, I'm Joan London. Listen, I know how difficult it is to find senior care for someone you love. That's why I recommend a free service called A Place for Mom. They are the nation's largest senior living referral service. Call A Place for Mom today. To receive free information on senior living communities in your area, call A Place for Mom at 1-800-803-6951. 